Hey, I'm your host, Crystal McGrath, and you're listening to the Artist Behind the Music podcast, where I chat with artists from around the world about their personal and professional stories. There's a lot more that goes on behind the songs we love, and this is a space where we get to share stories and tools on overcoming struggles, celebrating achievements, and of course, the meanings behind the songs. Get ready to be inspired through stories and live music. This episode is sponsored by Simply Socials Management. Simply Socials Management is a boutique digital marketing agency serving the music industry, small businesses, and film and TV. Their mission is to help you make your mark online through custom digital marketing, PR, and graphic design services. Visit www.simplysocialsmanagement.com for more information on how they can help you elevate your online presence. Mention you heard about them through the artist behind the music for a 10% discount on your first service. Hello and welcome to the Artist Behind the Music Australian series. Today we have Caitlin Thomas joining us all the way from Australia. Welcome to the show, girl. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yes, thanks for being here. I'm excited to chat with you today. So let's chat a little bit more about, you know, who you are and what got you started in music in the early days. Well, um, I've been pretty much a part of the music industry for Oh, I'm going to say like 14 years. Um, I was a dancer back in the day, believe it or not. I can't dance to save myself now, but I have video footage to prove that I was a dancer. And so I've always been exposed to performing on stage. And when I was eight years old, I went to my first ever country music festival here in Melbourne and I just fell in love. And I was at that point where I was starting to write music myself and it was just absolutely incredible. And I fell in love with country music and I was like, this is where I want to, what I want to do, where I want to be. And pretty much ever since then, it's just been what I've been doing practically for however many years, which is oh, insane. Isn't that so, so cool how when you can just be inspired by one moment and that moment can just change your entire life or just not even change it, but put you on the path that you're supposed to be on. That's right. It was, I was, you know, that kind of girl that sang musical theatre songs, pop music, because that was what I was listening to. You yeah. And country music has been absolutely incredible, being able to tell a story from start to finish. And the genre has so many genres within it, which is insane. And there's so many possibilities. And I've been doing my Bachelor of Music. So I've been going to university, which is, I think it's college over, over oh, there. Uni too. Is it college? Oh, is it college or uni? I don't know. But um, <laughs> one of the two. But I've been doing um, my Bachelor of Music. And so I've been exposed to even more music within itself. So like world music and just like anti-protest music. And it's just insane. And I just think music in general is so important, especially within these times. And yeah, especially in, in these times, music is something that connects us all. And I just, I love that. And even how you said, you know, within country music, there are so many different genres. Something I really find super special about the country music industry across the world is that within that genre country, there's just so many, you know, tentacles of different types of music that spread from that. And it's, it's fun to celebrate all the different versions. That's right. You never get bored, that's for sure. Never boring, not this life. (laughs) How has this 2020 year been for you with, you know, pivoting from performing and doing things with people to being in lockdown and kind of shifting and changing how you 
you may have planned out the year at the start of it. It's been it's been a wild ride. I'm not gonna lie. I've been because I live in Victoria, and so we've only just now kind of come out of lockdown, which is great. Um, but not being able to perform and do gigs is kind of really scary. And I didn't realize how much I missed it and how much I loved it and how much I loved getting that, not attention, but getting that feedback from the crowd and those kinds of things. And so I did a couple of Facebook lives and that was just really weird because I was singing to my computer screen and I was like, this is just, it's just weird. And um, I've been, yeah, sorry. Oh, I'm saying it's definitely not the same as performing live in front of no, an audience. It's not. But because now I'm so used to it, I'm petrified to going out on stage. I'm like, can I remember? Do I know how to do this anymore? But I've been writing constantly. So it's COVID's giving me given me that much time, which is insane. Because normally as artists, you know, we have to make time to write songs and kind of go to songwriting retreats and those kinds of things. But I've been giving been given, sorry like nine months of just creative time, which has been awesome. And I ended up recording a kind of a collab single with um, five amazing Australian artists, Beck Lavelle, Jen Cassadaly, Ingrid May and Cora Norton and myself. And we did a Lucy Hale's song, Nervous Girls. And we had, it was all recorded all remotely all over the world. And we filmed it like in our homes, I was recording with my head in my wardrobe. It was a wild time in my pajamas. I'm like, this is the life, you know. But I think if you'd asked me that I would be recording songs and sending them to producers and stuff to get recorded further, I'd probably laugh and go, "There's no way I'd be able to do that." So right. I've I've learned a lot of technical stuff, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's great that you were able to take the time and be creative and you know do positive projects because I know that for a lot of people it's really hard to even get into that headspace of you know my whole world has shifted and I don't know what to do and I think as artists we do have that that luck on our side that we are gifted with creativity and we know how to get creative in in scary hard times but in as opposed to somebody maybe who's not creative or not an artist in any form and I feel like it's got to be a lot harder for people that you know, don't know how to create or, or are not creators, you know? Yeah, I think I think as artists we have not like the upper hand in that, but we are already exposed to being creative, like you said. So this time, I think for a lot of people it's given people a lot of patience and made them kind of reevaluate what's important in their lives. And I've done that myself. I've done a lot of self-growth, which I think is amazing. But, you know, it's... It's definitely definitely been an interesting kind of year, but hopefully there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I'm looking for it. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, fuck, where is it? All right, I'm looking for it. My eyes are open. That's what it. Are the tools you use to move through self-growth and, you know, dive into that personal development side of things? Well, I guess because, well, I've been writing for pretty much for as long as I can remember and I've been pretty much writing out my feelings. I like to, you know, whatever's on my mind, I like to write it all out and like, you know, get my emotions out there, you know. But um, So I guess songwriting has been um, a major tool for me. I was, you know, bullied quite severely when I was younger 
um, in primary school where I had like an I Hate Caitlin club and it was it was quite terrible for someone so young to experience that but it made me really assertive and really strong and I didn't realize how strong I actually was and so songwriting was my kind of outlet to express how I was feeling and you know I had the most supportive parents that I could ever wish for which has been amazing considering I come from a sport background with my family and I'm the only muso so it's like is that a real career choice you know you know what I mean but watch me yeah so songwriting has been amazing and I think it's so important for people to just even if it's talking to someone or just writing it out what you're feeling in that moment that's kind of made me kind of the person that I am today because I can kind of hear a song that I wrote 10 years ago and go yeah that was a moment in time I don't really want to go back there but you know it's kind of interesting to see um, how far I have grown as a person. Yeah I always love looking back and kind of reflecting to see you know where was I last time at this last year at this time right and just to see all the different markers that kind of lined up from the tools of growth is it's fun. It's fun to witness the progression and the growth in life. Yeah, that's it. It's kind of like um, when people get tattoos, it's like that kind of similar thing. It's yeah. That was a moment that they did and they remember that memory. So that's kind of, yeah. Totally. Really weird. Um, no, I get it. Yeah, we, but, you know. <laughs> just stamping time and just placing a moment in, in your lifetime. Do you have tattoos? No. No, no I, don't. I don't either. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't. All my friends do, but yeah. no, I no. don't think I have the guts. To... I don't. I don't either. And you know what? I change my mind quite often, so I feel like I'd get something today and want something different tomorrow. So <laughs> that's it. Could never make my mind up. Plus, I'm terrified of needles, so it's kind of like, <laughs> let's just no. Like, I'll just draw it on. <laughs> I'll just draw. That's it. <laughs> With lipstick. (laughs) Yes. Or like zinc. So like when the sun, you get like a little tan line. You're like, here you go. The Australians know all about sunshine. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That's awesome. So we were chatting about bullying and you're heavily involved as being an ambassador for a program in Australia. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do and what the program's all about and what it has coming up? Yeah, for sure. So I've been an ambassador for Bully Zero Australia for about seven years so I ended up how I became an ambassador for Bully Zero and it's such a great organization that I find so close to my heart and I did a um, kind of like a fundraiser thing with them and I performed and the guy that was running it at the time just said Kate you know we've heard your story and you know we love what you do would you be able to you know pretty much be not like the face of the organization but kind of help spread the awareness and so what they do is that they have all these programs that go out to schools communities um, workplaces to talk about the effects of bullying and how it's kind of it's really sad because it's kind of like the normal it's the norm now that you know every child will experience some form of bullying and now with social media you know, that's just added a whole nother level to it. So we've just done a United Against Bullying Prevention Week 
um, this week and it's been absolutely incredible. We had a launch on Wednesday, which would have been your Tuesday, I believe, because I think we're a day ahead. (laughs) I'm in the future. Um, (laughs) But uh, we just launched a great um, character called Hero and he is a 16-year-old boy who has joined the team and his job is to pretty much spread awareness into communities and to prevent those who are trying to bring them down, to prevent those people. So he's got all these different kind of, he's got like this superhero suit. And so we did this massive superhero day, which was incredible. And we just did our Busk for Change virtual live concert. And we also had all landmark landmarks across Victoria to light up orange as well. So it was kind of like a scavenger kind of hunt, but also to help spread the awareness. And they do such an incredible job and they continue to amaze me with what they do. And I just... I just have so much love and so much respect for that organization that it's absolutely incredible. That's awesome. I think it's really important to be able to use our passions for good. And, you know, if that's something that you really stand for, to be able to be the face of a program or be an ambassador for a program in whatever sense. I mean, I don't even think you have to have that title um, to spread awareness, right? Just in general, right? For us to just spread kindness and and give that message of hope out to the world. So I think it's really beautiful that you stepped up and are helping make such a significant change in the world. It's, it's very respected. Very oh. respected. <laughs> how would you, you say that bullying, um, you suffered from that as a child. So how do you feel like that affected your life or affected choices you made or your belief systems about yourself and how do you kind of navigate and push through that? Well, it was very... Um, very challenging for someone so young and I moved schools quite a lot because of it and I guess because I am in an industry so I'm in the music industry and you know that already kind of adds that level of difference Mm -hmm. and so like I said I have really supportive parents and I'm the only child as well which I think kind of I don't know if it kind of helped but because I'm so close with my mum and dad that they would instantly know if something was wrong. And so they just will be sitting at the dinner table and they just say, Kate, you know, how was your day? Like, is everything okay? And just tears would just fall. And so I was able to talk about how I was feeling. And if it wasn't for music, I quite honestly wouldn't even be able to tell you how I would have handled the bullying or anything like that. But it has made me a strong assertive kind of person and so whenever I see some form of act of bullying happening like I won't be a bystander and I will stand up for that person if they need me to be Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's been different (laughs) and I honestly can see if I never experienced bullying I probably wouldn't be who I am and I think those kinds of things that happen in your life make you who you are those choices and those kinds of things but I don't know if I don't know who I'd be if I didn't experience that and wasn't exposed to that at a young age. Yeah, it's interesting how the the big traumatic things kind of shape who we are as a person and take us to the next kind of level of life, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Like, you know, you find that you're, you don't realize how strong you are and how resilient you are, especially like through this year, I think people have kind of surprised themselves mm-hmm. in what they are capable of doing. So yeah, it's, it's remarkable really to look back on 
do you have any advice for young kids that are being bullied and kind of mindset that they should use or kind of ways that they can move through it? Well, I guess, um, well, what someone said to me is kind of just to stay true to who you are, no matter what, and to always, you know, speak out if you need it. If you really like always talk to someone, whether it might even be like your dog, for instance, and just, you know, just spilling the beans to them. Just, I think, I think it's just important to just tell someone or something about what's happening rather than keeping it all bottled up because, you know, you keep it all in and then it's like layer upon layer and then eventually you're just going to explode and then you're going to make choices that, you know, you're probably going to regret, you know. Absolutely, yes. Stay true to who you are. That's a beautiful, beautiful message. Beautiful. (laughs) So you've released the music this year and how was putting music out during COVID time? It was it was weird. I honestly, I had planned for um, my latest single, Coulda, Shoulda, Woulda, to be released anyway. But when COVID hit, I was kind of second guessing because I was like, I won't be able to go out and perform the song, which is kind of like the main thing of getting it out there. And I don't know, I was at home doing online learning for my bachelor and I was like, I'm not really doing anything. And I just did the um, nervous girl single with the girls and I just kind of went you know what stuff it I'm just gonna do it I'm just gonna put it out there and I think it's what people need it's just a Shania Twain kind of feeling song that you just want to get up and dance to and it's carefree in a way so I'm like nah I'm just gonna do it and I did a full-on isolated video at home which was so much fun I had a lot of fun doing it (laughs) So it was it was definitely different. I had more radio interviews, which was great. And I guess because I came from Victoria and we've been under the harshest um, lockdown restrictions in the whole of Australia. I think the world actually. <laughs> oh really? Oh well, there you go. In the world, there like that's it's been insane. And I think people have been really supportive a lot of community radio here in Australia have been really supportive of you know a lot of artists releasing their music which has been great yes I love that this is a time to support I mean right now if any any time you're supporting somebody right now would be the time that we we need that support and that love so that's great I'm glad you went with the gut and pushed through the resistance and got the song out to the world because it it did a great job it's a great song so well Thank done. You. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Yeah, it's funny. Hey, sometimes those voices come in and like, oh, it's not how I wanted it to be. So I don't know if I should do it. But, you know, yeah, that's it. the best thing is just to do it and see what happens in a new way. Well, that's exactly right. It was getting to that point where I'd be been sitting on that song for a year. And same thing with these upcoming singles that I've got aligned is that I'm, I sit on them for so long and think a lot of artists do before the world get to hear them. And then we kind of get that self doubt kind of going through, like, is this what people want to hear? Is it good enough? You know, all those kinds of things just automatically come through as you do. You're your worst critic. It's just the fact. But um, yeah, I'm really happy that I got to release this song and I can't wait to get out and perform it with a band. I'm hanging for that. You have no idea, but um yeah, it's such a fun song. It's coulda, shoulda, woulda, but I didn't do, you know, something, you know, something like that. That's pretty much oh. what the song's about anyway. Oh, I love that. Well, I would love to hear you play if you're ready to to rock out for us. 
all right well i can do that should i do coulda shoulda woulda first seeing that sure. we're talking about it yeah what do you think all right get ready okay. to dance okay hang on let me now Whoop. what's on your guitar can you show us how oh how yes did that how did that happen um so i am uh what do you call it I didn't even know the word. Oh, there you go. I remember now. I'm endorsed by uh, Maiden Guitars in Australia. And because there's so many variations of how to spell Caitlin, um, (laughs) I thought I might as well get it printed on my guitar. And if you kind of, if the font seems familiar, it's a ripoff of Cheryl Crow's um, <laughs> one on that she has, and I'm a massive fan of Cheryl. So this was a surprise gift from my parents and a couple of other family members, and I cried, and it's my baby, and it's, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bring my camera down so you can kind of see it when I play. I but it's, it's pretty cool. I love it. You know when you have those things and it's like, I'm fulfilled just by having a guitar. It's just amazing. It's one of those things. All right. Well, okay, we'll give it a go. Give it a whirl. Let me know if it sounds good. I will. (laughs) All right, here we go. Get it all, but I- 
I love that song. I was just grooving over here. Totally loved it. Like, I felt like I was in a club. I was ready to dance. Like, two steps. <laughs> I love that. Very Shania. And I love Shania. So beautiful. Uh, I am a massive fan of Shania. And when I wrote this song, I wrote it at a songwriter's retreat up in um tamworth which is like north um from where i am it was a big travel and um it was at the dag sheep station and it's absolutely breathtaking out there there's no cell service nothing and i was up there for five days pretty much cut off from the world which was so refreshing (laughs) and um it was a spontaneous co-write this song so all of my mates we were just hanging around the fire, drinking some wine, you know, just talking. And one of them said, um, coulda, shoulda, woulda, but I didn't swipe left. And I was like, hang on a minute, I like that. And so we all went up to one of the cabins and we just sat down and we just wrote this tune about pretty much past relationship experiences, what we'd been through and, you know, all those dating apps that are out there, which is insane, like Tinder, I don't even bumble. There's so many of them. I, I lose track. And, you know, I have a confession to make. I've only been, I went on the app right when I turned 18 because all my friends were on it. And I didn't even last 24 hours. I was like, no, nah, not, not my cup of tea. <laughs> not, not for me at all. It was definitely one of those experiences. But I'm so glad you liked it because it's, yeah, it's such a fun song. It is <laughs> Imagine a cool band. Oh, yeah. It's so fun. It's so good. Well, I'm glad you didn't coulda, woulda, shoulda released that because it was a, it's a great, great tune. And your vocals, like powerhouse, I'm sure you hear that all the time. But, yeah, you had a huge voice with lots of grit and power and tone, and it's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Keep singing. Keep singing, girl. What other song you got for us today? Um, so I've got a single that I released as my first ever country single. So I've been in the country music scene for for years and years, but I hadn't really released a country single, believe it or not. I was kind of just gigging around doing my thing. And it wasn't until I had that realization when I was 18 and I was an adult, considered an adult anyway. (laughs) Um, But I had that realization where it was, music and performing music and writing music I don't want it just to be a hobby anymore I want this to be my career and if I can do if I can record music and people buy my music and live off it that's success to me and I'd be quite happy so this was my first ever country single that I released last year and I wrote it with a beautiful lady Katrina Boygon and I know her too yeah oh she's isn't she just a ripper chick two or three of the show (laughs) oh she is absolutely amazing i love her so much especially the german shepherd eli oh my goodness my heart he's oh he's so cute isn't he but um we wrote this one on a back porch up at tamworth the country music festival looking at the mountains and it was gorgeous and i had a radio interview earlier that day and um they asked me something like, what's something that people don't know about you? And I was like, I like to think I'm an open book. 
you know, like pretty much, you know, what you see is what you get kind of thing. But um, at that stage, I hadn't had one of those toe-popping kisses that you see in like rom-coms, you know. Oh, I think I got an email. There you go. (laughs) There you go, everyone. A little bit of an email for me. But but it was, I've never had one of those toe-popping kisses before that what you see where her foot gets caught in the net and like, you know, one of those kinds of things. So... I pitched that to Katrina and she loved it. And so we wrote this one called First Kiss that I'll play for you, which is pretty cool. (laughs) All right, here it is. All right, here we go. For a blue-eyed monkey I've been waiting for you I know I'm old enough to not play shy But it's something you make me do I've got a secret I just want you to know Love that. I love it. I just want to go. I'm going to go listen to it on repeat. 
A little dance. Oh, awesome. <laughs> well, when I did the video clip for this one, I had um, a pretty much a big personnel star here in Australia called Greg Evans. And he came and he pretty much hosted. I don't know if you know, but um, there was a pretty iconic show back here in like the 80s called Perfect Match. And it was about like kind of like The Bachelorette, if you think about it, but really like just weird just really weird let's be honest and he hosted that and so the video clip is kind of like one of those dating shows and so it's pretty cool so if you haven't seen it you should check it out it's pretty cool i love it it's one of my favorites the stories behind videos too is so fun amazing oh it's been so nice chatting with you and hearing more about you know who you are and what you do and the music you make it's great i'm excited to hear all the new stuff you have coming out in the next in the next year ahead of us and I'm fully behind you supporting you all the way it's it's awesome and exciting oh thank you so much Krista for having me it's been an absolute blast I'm so glad I finally got to have a conversation with you it's been a wild time I've loved it it's been great it has been so much fun I always like to end these conversations though with the question if you had one message to share with the world what would that be oh that's tough um I guess I guess like a question or like a something to say. Just a message, anything that just you. Just a message. Say. Yeah, just something, some words of wisdom for me. I guess, um, I guess for me, I think it's kind of something that's to say like you are enough and to be true to who you are. That's pretty much what I would want to say. Yeah, yeah I think. <laughs> that's perfect. I love that. That's beautiful and and well said. You are enough. I think is just the simplest three words that we can ever say, because I think we forget that way too often. And it's very important to remember that whatever stage you're at, where whatever you're doing, you're enough, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Gotta just keep repeating that. So the message is instilled. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just have it on repeat. Totally. I am enough. I am enough. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong. <laughs> But that's it. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much again for joining me on the artist behind the music, Caitlin Thomas. Check her out. We'll put all her links on the show notes so you can follow her online and all that good stuff. Thank you so much again. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to the artist behind the music. Make sure to learn more about today's guests by visiting their links in the show notes. As always, we love to hear what you think about the show. So send us a message with any comments or future artist guest requests. To stay in touch and in the loop for all future shows, be sure to follow us on all your favorite social media platforms.